now listening to Snuff McGee and Friends, Irrelevance in the Dungeon. Snuff McGee and Friends, Irrelevance in the Dungeon, episode 38. I am Snuff McGee, joined by... Hey, back in the building, it's your boy, Kel. It's your girl, Lovejoy. And it is me, Mel, with the lip in the gap. Mel, the lipstick diva. What's going, everybody? How was everybody's week? What's good, brother? It's stressful, right? I'm so glad it's Friday. It definitely was, but I'm happy to be back. No doubt. Four-day weekend. Yeah. Not ML- for me. MLK? Oh, you got to work Monday? Damn, right. Oh. Uh. Man, fuck them people. You better protest. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for your people. I'm going to work 12 hours and get that time and a half on top of my regular pay. And Cause that's what MLK would want. Because he would want it. He get your money, money. Let's pay the bills, man. Rebels and Dungeons is available on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. As well, audios on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. As well as Breaker and Overcast. I didn't want to leave them out. Shout out, Kale, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 38. This week, our special guest is Lovejoy. Hey. What up? Hey, I'm so good. Happy to be yeah. here. Very excited about this. It's kind of like Breakfast Club with uh, Big Draco comes on. We know it's going to be very, very interesting. Matter of fact, this is the this is a one year anniversary of that episode. It is actually today. Yeah, I'm sure y'all saw oh, wow. like the Soldier Boy. You know, Drake. <laughs> yeah. In case anybody remember need jogging. Yeah. I minded, but thank you. No doubt. New album. Tell us about that. So yeah, so I am working on my solo EP. It's been a very long time coming. I got two songs already done, and they're out right now streaming on all major platforms, Your Comfort and Crazy. Mm -hmm. So the goal is, right, to do like five songs and two interludes and just get this thing pushing because I got some big shit coming up this year. So I want to have it done hopefully by the end of February so that way I can start pushing it and by spring um, it'll be kind of out there buzzing and then by like November... We're going to be starting with some shows. So no I'm doubt, excited. no doubt. Yeah. Uh, we were like a glimpse, you know. That's all, that's all I'm saying. And we have another singer. Um, Who's on the singer? Both of y'all? Oh. Okay. That's all, I just want a glimpse. Can we get a glimpse of, you know, what, what Love Joy is going to bring to us? All right, so I have one song called Crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's just about being, like, in a relationship with someone that's no good, but you're crazy about that person. Mm. You feel me, Barbie? Yes. No, no. I'm usually on the other end of it. Yeah, yeah I feel you. You're no good for me, mm. and I know it. But when I laid eyes on you, forbidden fruit, my baby, made me cry so many nights, and I, I put up with you and all the shit that you do. So it's like something like that. Come know? on, no, she, no, whoa! <laughs> and look, can I get that again? We didn't go into the talking yeah, lane. Yeah, yes. we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get that. Hear that on the way home. Yeah. I was in the water, and now I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I might yeah, get you to so, give us an outro before we get out of here. We'll do an outro before we get out, but that's just one of the songs, and that one is actually streaming. So if you look up Lovejoy, L O V E J O. I, because my mama wanted to be different, mm-hmm. and put in crazy, you can get that one on there. So grab that. Grab <laughs> about that, to listen y'all. to grab that tonight. Now y'all gonna stream that shit right now. Yes, because yes, it sounds now, but right now. Sis, leave that man alone. Apple Music, what other what all Everything. platforms? Apple Music, Spotify, um, all major, all major streaming platforms. You can find it. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. And I got something else to ask you about. The Real Housewives of the Potomac. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I filmed with them last year. Oh, shit. Towards the end of the year, just for one of their episodes. So it just, you know, 2020 is about to be a big year for me because there's been a lot of opportunities just kind of like, not even knocking, just door, oh, 
not even knocking door, just opening. Yeah, so um, one of my good friends that, that's the minister of music at my church, mm-hmm. his cousin is Karen. Well, his cousin, he's friends, cousins with Karen. So do you watch Potomac? No. Have y'all seen it? You should watch it. It's crazy. I'm right? familiar with it. I appreciate the fact that you're on the show. I um... Housewives of Potomac is <laughs> so interesting, like Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, these women in Potomac, you know, they're moguls, they're relevant, and they got a lot of drama. Now tell me, where can I watch it at? Bravo. Bravo. Oh, Bravo. Yep. Now, what episode are you on? Because I don't want to watch any other episode. Well, I don't Bingo. know yet because right now they're filming for episode, for season five. So I'm not sure which episode that will be, but I will definitely let you know. Now, how long was it filming? How long were you there? Um, All day. So mm. basically, this was the episode where Karen came into, because they're, um, they're from the country. I think mm. it's Surrey. And so she came there and... Um, it was the homecoming and she was with the family. So I was basically at the house as one of a friend of the family. We filmed there, looked at pictures, ate, and then later that night we went out to dinner. Mm-hmm. So we filmed that dinner too, but it was really nice. Now is it pretty much the whole DMV, like Northern Virginia, like when they said Potomac, where exactly is it filmed? In Maryland. In well, Maryland? yeah, Potomac is actually filmed in Potomac. Yep. Okay. Potomac, Maryland. Yeah. Oh, Potomac is a city? Yeah, it's oh, an I'm thinking, area. I'm thinking the, you know, the river or whatnot. No, you know? it's an area. Like, oh, right. like the mall. Uh, no. I don't know where that's at. Yeah. Right. I'm going to look it up for you. Hey, edit that part out. I sounded stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and just so let me be sure. So you might have to edit that shit out, too. But hold on. Potomac is in Maryland, though. Mm. It's like they have Prince George County in Maryland, too. Yeah, Prince George's. It's George's. Yeah, yeah. I seen that today. Mm. Prince George's. I was like, okay, with an S. Oh, with well, an S is the one in Maryland. Yeah, it's yeah. very... It is, Way bigger than the one here. I mean, I know PG County in Merle. I just never knew it was an S on there. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what we do, man. That's that's what we I do. I kind of thought Prince George County linked all the way up there. For some reason, <laughs> I did. Don't don't look at me hey, like Hey, man, we're not crazy. geography scholars. Fuck yeah. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Too much Long Island. Yeah, so Potomac is a uh, census-designated place in Maryland. Potomac is a census-designated place in Montgomery County, Maryland, United States, named after the nearby Potomac River. In 2013, CNN money listed Potomac as the most affluent town with more than 25,000 residents in the United States based on median household income. Wow. Mm. Sounds like they got money. So people that live in Potomac are very affluent and they are very successful. They have a lot of money. Hence, Housewives of Potomac and Bravo deciding to invest in Me them. being a nerd that I am, I was up in that area not too long ago. And I went through Montgomery County. And I looked it up and it said, just as you said, black people doing very good. That was yes. going to be my question. Were they black people? Yeah, black people, yes. so black people doing very good in that part. Oh, yes. Okay. So they are black. I mean, and, and, and um, though it's Potomac, some of them kind of work in D.C. So, you know, just that entire area, that DMV area is... It's the money bag of mm-hmm. the DMV, Potomac. I, think I went up 301 into Maryland, and I took Route gotcha. 5 into D.C., and I think 5 Montgomery was in that part. Mm-hmm. So it was very fun filming with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you see on TV is reality TV, but getting to meet some of the ladies. Was it messy? Was it messy, Joy? That's what we wanted. Real. Was see, it messy? See, here's the thing with reality TV, guys. They make it messy. TV makes it messy. That's what ah, thank you. Say. And no, I always true. wanted to know that. So I'm going to be honest. Like, what you say can be edited to sound very messy. Mm-hmm. The look I give when somebody farts is not the same look I give when somebody said, bitch, you tried it. But they me- they edit it. You know what I'm saying? They they, they, they mesh it together. But um, 
I won't say it was messy. I would say it was it was very uh, organic. Okay. Okay. Messy. It's so, gonna be messy. <laughs> it's gonna be messy. <laughs> but it's gonna be messy. You have a secret adventure coming up. I do. So I have a couple of ventures coming up. Um, one is a secret. The other I can speak on. So one is I have to fly to Vegas next month because I have an opportunity to travel to Japan for six weeks to mm. sing at a very affluent nightclub in Japan. Holy shit. Come yeah. on. What part so, of Japan is in Tokyo? Or? Um, I, I have to look at it's. it's um, I don't remember exactly, but mm-hmm. I have to look. But um, yeah, when I lived in Vegas for work in 2000. 18, mm-hmm. I was singing everywhere, right? Everywhere I went, I'm like, give me the mic, give me the mic, give me the mic. So a lady heard me, and she has um, a, a company called A-List, and so she was like, do you want to go to Japan? I'm like, hell yeah. So mm-hmm. she's like, all right, cool. Well, next year, come down to Vegas in February, and we'll get you set up with one of the dates to fly over to Japan for a few weeks and make some grand. That's definitely yeah. that's on, that's on, on the bucket list, man. That's yeah. man, we got to put the clamp down on that, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Now, when we going? We all going to go together. Oh, the four of us. Praise God. Okay, so get your passports together. Oh, I, got I got that. I got one. I got it. I just need to stay right here, they feed you on the flight. They give you warm towels. It's yeah. like a whole little hotel on the air type thing. So, yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah, okay. so the other thing is very, very, very low-key because it's still in the developmental stages. But just say it just would like to say the same. But what I will say is this. You may potentially see me in your living rooms for some time. So mm. come on now. All right. Oh, that. black girl magic. I'm I love it. You know, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And like I said, I'm not going to speak too much on it because I'm still waiting on the green, green light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? However, I'm just being really grateful and optimistic just about the opportunity, period. And though I can't speak too much on it, what I will say is. It's my goal to get Petersburg on the map Come on. in more than one way. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have people from our city that are doing their thing and are out there. But in my opinion, there's room for everybody at a time. Everybody can mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody can eat. Mm-hmm. Everybody can show love. Everybody can grow. There is no set amount of money. Social media has proved to us that there, there are people out here with millions of people who know them. And I don't, you don't know them, you don't know them, but they're out here. They're making money, they're relevant, and they're representing. So, for me, this opportunity is an, is an, um, a great way for me to represent where I'm from, mm-hmm. you know, my family, people I like, I don't like, whomever, and... Um, just a good thing. And for me to shit on some people that I don't fuck with. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep it a stack. Talk your shit. Keep it a stack. Talk your shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This opportunity for some motherfuckers to be like, God damn, I should have stayed with her. Yeah. Come damn, on. Damn, I should not have done her wrong. Shit, I knew she was going to make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm Me- excited for all, everything under that umbrella. Messy. I feel Messy. like that's, that's <laughs> I like her. before the camera yeah. came up. I love her. I'm just saying. Oh, hey, my look. God. Mother, hey, they'll leave you on red. They don't mm. want to respond. Let that shit motivate you. I'm going to serve some motherfuckers. Trust. Mm. Let me serve you up. Big trust. Yeah. Big trust. (laughs) Big trust. Big stepper. Yeah. (laughs) While we on that, um, on this mode, Mm -hmm. uh, your relationship status, tell us about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's get into that. So the people really want to know, right? And if you follow me on social media like Mel does, I'm sure you've probably seen. I've some seen of my posts. some things from you, you know we we've we've had a previous episode that Joy was on. Yes, yeah, I have. was here. Yeah, I was here. You were. And she was um, she had a man. She was on my ass. Too. Yeah, I was she was so on my ass. Happy, she, guys. she had a man. Oh my god. But mm. 
from the last few weeks on Funny social media. Amen. Come on. On them tables, they need more to turn. Motherfuckers flip, turn. Wait, I need to hear this. TNT. Hold on. TNT. Look, TNT. Look at that. So, look at that tea. Did you want some tea? Look at that. <laughs> Come on, fill me I'm going to drop the tea, though, for real life. I'm going to drop the tea, and I'm going to try to be as non-messy, messy as I can no, possibly. No, you in a dungeon. No, you good. Go ahead. But, you know, I like to call that my little nice nasty, right? Because I, I serve nice nasty. That's how Before I you get into that, the views of joy... Love joy do not represent stuff for your friends, so there's no need to come for us. It's love joy and love come joy only. Come for me. Come okay. for me. Come for me. I'm sending for all you motherfuckers at this point. Mm. No, no, for real. So, yeah, the last time I was here, I was in a relationship, and I was so fucking happy. I was so happy, y'all. I swear to God, I took the nigga to Puerto Rico for his birthday. Surprise wow. Them. You know what I'm saying? I was really happy. But you know something that I've learned, and I'm going to bring it back, but hindsight 2020. Sometimes you're more vulnerable than you know you are. And all it takes is one person to pinpoint that vulnerability to get you into a place where you feel like you are so happy. So that relationship has um, dissolved, as we know now. Back in October, I had to make some tough decisions because, you know, the girl in me was really enjoying the relationship. The food, the eating out, the trips, the love. The companionship, really, because mm-hmm. I'm 36 years old, and you get to a point in your life where, you know, that the casual thing, it just ain't cool no more. And, you know, the talking thing, it just ain't cool no more. I work every day. Sometimes I just want to come home, you know, give my nigga a drink, cook some food, fuck good, and go to sleep. And I had that. Jesus, that's I'm sorry for banging day. on the table. Yeah, there's a lot, <laughs> lot of banging. A lot of banging going on. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. maybe not no more. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of, of clients caught him. A lot of, a lot of stroke. I'll say that again. So when you're 37, almost 37 years old, you get to a point in your life where you just want to just, you know, you want to be stable with someone. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to come home from work. You want to make a drink. You want to cook food. You want to fuck good. And you want to go to sleep. And I really did have that. But that was the girl in me. She was loving that shit. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Amen. But the woman in me, finally, after six and a half months, this bitch woke up. She got out of bed, she wiped the coal out of her eyes, and she said, look, the nigga live with his mama. Who? She said, the nigga don't got no taxable income. All right. She said, he driving his mama car. And she said, bitch, you own your own house. You own your own car. You got a career. So what is he going to do from here? I'm going to let it marinate just for a second while I take a sip. Waiting to exhale. I love it. There's, there's no marination because from the previous episode, none, none of this stuff... Um, <coughs> Go ahead. None, none of this stuff was... Don't you be petty. From the I'll, previous episode to now, I just told you the girl in me was... That, this, but, that was me, the girl. I, but also I remember hashtag the, the hoe in me. You, Come on now. You remember Wait that? Come on now. I do recall. <laughs> uh, you, nobody remembers this. Oh, no. I recall. I mean, it wasn't... I'm surprised you remember that, but huh? that's okay. Oh, hoe, I, it was said more than yeah, numerous times. Listen, the hoe is always there. Wait a minute. She just is with the woman or she's with the girl. Mm-hmm. So then she was with the girl. But see, the hoe is always a woman. See, she's a, that's, 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 that's your freaking the sheets and a lady in the streets. That's the hoe. But when the woman woke up, she said, bitch, you doing all this and this nigga can't even tell you that he is trying to do better? Come on, trying. Because, see, for me, <laughs> for me, it was this. It was this. It was, I know you, and I love you. I've grown to love you. Mm-hmm. You're a great person. You're a great companion. We have a lot in common. We mesh well. I'm comfortable around you. When the glitter comes off, you still accept me. However, 
When I started to, you know, I go to work every day, you you not. We got the action mama for the car. That's not working for me. Uh, you know, instead of moving in, you just stay time to time. See, all of those things start adding up for me. And I said to myself, you know what? You wouldn't even fuck with a nigga like this on the regular. Not the regular you. That's how I know that I was kind of more vulnerable than I thought I was. <clears throat> now, what I will say is this. Was the dude nice? Oh, he was very nice. Mm -hmm. I loved him dearly. My daughter fell in love with him. He was great. A provider. Funny. Very attentive. And those were all the things that my vulnerable side needed. But when it came time for, like, the adult shit, it just... It just wasn't gonna. It just didn't. He couldn't measure mm. up. All right. So what do what do we do? Do we comment on this kill? Yeah, I just I just want to comment on one thing. Okay. I want y'all to, to say on nothing. Just give me one thing right quick. It it was a nigga in the comments on this video mm -hmm. that had something to say about the uh, conversation that me and Miss Lovejoy had about. Well, why you didn't call me and tell me? Well, we talked about it that day. About the comment? No, no, no. The comment didn't matter. The comment said that. I don't think your boy understand where she's coming from. I was right, nigga. I what didn't you, know. What, she, what were you right about? Me and you had that that day. Me and you, we had a uh, not a disagreement, but a conversation. I said you don't need that nigga. You told me I do. I said no, you don't need that nigga to be great. Well, yeah, she, that was a, she, okay. I, I need a man. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, that's no. what she said. Yeah. Let me let me let me let me elaborate. When, to say Clean up. Clean up to time. say I don't Fabrice. need that nigga is accurate. But as a woman, I do need a man. I'm never going to neglect the fact that as a woman, I need a strong, ambitious, motivated black man by my side. Just like a strong, ambitious, motivated black man needs a queen by his side. It's the way we're supposed to be. Fair. That nigga won't the nigga for me, obviously. Mm. So you're saying it was fun. It was just all fun. Yes. It, 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 was, it wasn't fun. It, it was fun. It was love. But it was a smoke screen. And I'm going to tell you why. A lot of the things I found out after six months, he wasn't honest with me about in the beginning. Well, that's all, man. We're not going to show everything. Yeah, We're but, but it's that's, one thing, it's one thing all, to I'm, say... I'm honest. It's one too. thing to say, no, I was here and I wasn't. <laughs> but it's another thing to say that I'm doing... I don't have these things because of this, when it's really because of that. Because what you did was deceive me. Instead of saying, I don't have this, that, and the third because I just don't have it. You made an excuse, which was a lie. So I took your lie and said, I'm going to help you with your shit. When if I had known the truth, I would have said, you know what? You're a nice person and I like you. But until you get some stuff straight with your adult life, we can just be friends. Mm -hmm. And see, I'm, you know, I'm going to tell you how big of a person I am. Because this relationship really revealed a lot to me about me. Number one, it revealed I'm not a little girl no more. And... Casual dating is not for me. Mm -hmm. Number two, it revealed that companionship is something that I want to have because I want to share my life with someone. But what it revealed to Girl. me... <laughs> what it really revealed to me was this. I've got to stop trying to save motherfuckers. That's not your job. Because that's not my job. I've always been the type of person that prides myself on being non-judgmental. Mm -hmm. And not to say that I need to be judgmental, but I need to be super guarded. Because if I had said, well, you know, you still live with your mom and I know you're getting on your feet and, you know, you we can hang out. But until you get some things squared away, then we could go further. Because go. I got a lot going on. So, you know, I, I took the step to do something that I've never done before. And I'm not afraid to say it because in our race, we are afraid to say this. I really went out and got some counseling. 
because I said there are some things within me obviously that I need to find out what is going on so I just made a post yesterday if you didn't see it it's I had a breakthrough mm-hmm and my breakthrough was one of the things, stop expecting people to be the way you are. Like, cut, kill your expectancies of people, number one. And number two, healing starts with forgiving yourself. Come on, praise mm. God. And what I mean by that is I had a breakthrough with my counselor yesterday because I had to forgive myself for allowing myself to look past the things I knew were wrong. Because I can't blame nobody else but me. For saying, I'm going to accept you with your bullshit. Mm -hmm. I can accept someone, but I don't have to let them in that way. And that's what I should have done. I should have said, you're a nice guy. And I like you a lot. But I can't go any further with you until you get at least meet me where I am in life. <clears throat> now, he would have done one or two things. No, nah, Sean, it ain't for me. Like he did after I fell in love. Or he would have said... I'm going to step up to the plate. But either way, I wouldn't have given myself, I would not have given of myself so much until he made those changes. So right now, I'm like, fuck love. I don't want to date. I don't want to do nothing. I don't have nothing for nobody. Because at this phase of my life, as a part of my process, I am 100%. I have no faith in, in y'all at all. Y'all. Wait a minute. I just you need see to how say something. Mel got something. You know, the, the, hold on, before Mel gets there, but you, I, I will say this. <laughs> The, the next man always suffer from what the last man did. 100%. Well, nobody's going to suffer because I'm not going to bring nobody Niggas in. Niggas suffering already. Mm -hmm. Who's suffering? You said y'all. Yeah. You already putting us in that box. Yeah. Go ahead, man. What's up? That's a preconceived notion. I just want to give you kudos because well, you, you spoke to me. You spoke to me in a deep way. And I'm not being funny because a lot of times us being women, we're enablers. We're nurturers by nature. That's just in us. Speak, speak. And and you always find a man out there saying, oh, well, that's your fault because you choosing. Mind you, you're a man and you know you have done what you did in the past, if, even if you're not doing it now. But don't try to come speak knowledge to me now. Just being real with you. And I'm not bashing anybody that has spoken knowledge into me. But as being a woman, I have done nothing wrong because at the end of the day, when I meet you, you don't have your damn resume on your forehead. Right. And... Yeah. Oh, you choosing. I meet you. I meet you to accept you for who you are. Because if I say in the beginning, oh, hell no, because you don't have X, Y, and Z, I'm not dealing with you. Oh, well, you judging people. Who cares now, where, but hold on. I'm a clean a lot of people, because a lot of men, they be playing both sides and say, oh, well, you be choosing. Oh, well, you judging. Where I'm at right now. In my life, I'm not dating anybody. And where I'm at is I need you to have some type of foundation. I don't need you to be at my house. I don't need you to be dropping my driving my car. And I need you to have a damn 401k because I'm 27 and I did it. You a man that's 27, you need to be able to do it too. So until then, baby, speed on pass, male. And, and before you interject, save your thoughts. I appreciate the moderator. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, say, say what you got to say. Go ahead. No, I forgot now. Go ahead. No, nah, go I'm ahead. I'm going to go faded. Go ahead. I, I, pre I appreciate it. I'm sorry. All right. Already faded? I've been drinking for a while. Go ahead, Snuff. Say what you got to say. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to keep it a stack, Kel. Go ahead. For the fellas. I mean, first and foremost, I don't know either one of the men that you were dealing with. Not so this is not this is not a personal shot at no. neither one of these dudes. But... These seem like some ain't shit niggas. So, I mean, clues are there. Y'all are not no spring chickens. And you've y'all have been around the block. Can I get a five? Because I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on this. Yeah, y'all have been around the block. Mm -hmm. And that's no disrespect with, with me saying that. Mm -hmm. But 
Um, you said no taxable income. You knew that. Um, stand with mom. Uh, no car. So I mean, those are already obstacles that you had to get get through already. Can I speak? No, I'm not finished. With mail. <laughs> you just shut me up, y'all. Yeah. I take that. We've had these talks off camera. You know who you are. You know how special you are. That whole nurturing thing, it, you just enabling me. A man is only going to do what you allow him to do. Bingo. I was waiting for that sentence right there. And have I not said wait, that before? Just wait, just wait. Have I not said just that wait. before? Just wait. A man is only going to do what you allow him to do. Now, I'm not saying this dude with the dream job is going to be the dream dude, because he, he may be not. Yeah. But at the same time, I still believe in an umbrella. God, man, woman, and child. The man is supposed to be the provider. The man is supposed to be the security blanket. He's supposed to protect you're supposed to feel as if he's he got it. Even the man and the woman, if you go into a relationship, you both got to be able to stand tall. Because if the shit don't work out, you you can walk away. A lot of relationships I see where, oh, I can't do this by myself. That's why he's still here. Or we still together because um, the kids or things like that. If you're not happy, the kids going to see that shit. Enjoy. Thank you. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. 100%. And I'm with you 100% too. And I'm going to say this. <clears throat> the characteristics of a nurturing woman are that far beyond what knowledge or red flags give. Mm -hmm. Because the nurturing woman looks into the eyes of someone, sees their soul, and we feed off of that. Because your soul tells us what you, who you are in your heart. We all know that the heart often does not do what the mind says do. And the biggest downfall of the nurturing woman is we are hurt because we've looked at your heart and not at what you do. Now, nonetheless, as an adult, we do have to learn to stop leading with that nurture and lead with the facts. In my situation, the facts were not revealed until six months into the relationship. Some of the facts, yes, I did know. And for those, I do take 100% responsibility for. Mm -hmm. But others were revealed after the fact. I was, for lack of better words, on some instances, bamboozled. Because I did not know that some of those things that I required were not this person being a good guy and support and helping his mom, I didn't know that they were really, you didn't have a pot to piss in or when to throw it out of and your mother was helping you. So what I've learned is this. People have to show you and not tell you. And that's, that is very uh, cliche because that's something as a 36-year-old woman I already know. <clears throat> but I, that goes all the way back to me saying this. I was more vulnerable than I thought I was. I knew this person. For, for the last 30 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I could trust their word. Mm -hmm. And I felt like if they wanted better, then I, that's all that I needed. But I've learned, as a woman this age with what I have, I cannot allow or entertain the want better. So you, you knew him for 30 years or you knew him for 30 years? Because it seems as if you didn't know him. That's what I'm saying. I've learned so much. I knew him. But I really did not know him. But I was so vulnerable to have someone in my life that was going to be there and do things. Because let me tell you what this person did. They stepped in and they were 
They were attentive. They were available. They were financially available. They were doing all the things that I needed as a single black woman and mother it. doing it on my own. And what is financially available? What do you mean by that? I don't have to ask you for things. You do them. If the car needs fixing, you don't ask me. You do them. Money need you. You do it. You do without asking. And for someone that does it by herself, a man that comes along, hindsight twenty twenty, the person I was a year, uh, four months ago, that was it. I was like, okay, I ain't even got to ask. Cause see, <clears throat> somebody like me and you, it's real hard to find somebody that is that wants <clears throat> to do for you. It's hard. Yes, it is. It's very hard because you know what. With, with you with you coming in, you either want some pussy, you want all this extra play, but this person didn't even pressure me for no ass. They was a perfect gentleman. That's a red flag right there. Yeah. It was a perfect gentleman. Uh, that's, it was wait a perfect a gentleman. Game Believe was, it or not, the game it was strong. Really is. The game was strong. The game was real that's strong. That's a red flag. Can game, we all just applaud a nigga for the game? Yeah, no, hey. Give it up for him. By all means, my nigga, you did your thing. Yeah. This is so, in no way shot at so, you ever. So, so what, what happened was... Was he, that an Alistair Wall we just he did? Figured, <laughs> he figured out very quick what the, what the max was for me. Because what happened... I'm going to tell you what the, the blessing was for him was I'm not a bum bitch and I'm not a broke bitch. So it's not like he had to swoop down and save me from foreclosure or swoop down and save me and put groceries in my house or swoop down and save me. He didn't have to swoop down. He just had to step in. Mm. Mm, come on now, word play. Don't be talking, though. She yeah. be talking. Come on. Just step up a bit next. So, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so what he's used to is the swoop. But what he came into was a step. <laughs> So the step you looked watch like words in the dungeon and try to tell you now. <laughs> so the step for him was like chill, mm-hmm. fucking mo. And what did I do with the step? Wash your clothes, give you drawers in the in in, in the bedroom, cleared our closet space before you had your cognac waiting for you to get there. Cook salmon stuff with shrimp and 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 crab meat for you. You know, do what all the things that the hoe in me would do for a nigga because he stepped in and he made himself available. Mm-hmm. But all those things were great until the woman in me said, "Playtime's over," because you love him. You say you gonna marry him. Your daughter about to be 15. He don't have no children. But if he marries you, you're willing to give him a child. See, I was willing to go back to square one, breastfeeding. Square one for the nigga. Mm. So the woman in me said, okay, if you want to get married, have a baby, put your career on hold, be, you know, be a housewife, a brand new mother, car seat, diapers. See, the woman in me said, all this is more to it than just the food and the attentiveness. What is he going to do, not as a man, as an adult? Let me ask you another question. We've been at it for a little while. Why do, you, why do women feel the need to bash a man on social media? I don't do it. I do. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say it like this. I do what I do. Your honesty is very appreciated, by the way. Thank you. I do what I do. That's why she's here. I, yeah, I, I, love I do what I do. And Every I say, time. I'm, I'm, I do what I, see, my, my motto is nice, nasty, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do what I do, but I don't have to call names. Because I've always been taught a hit dog will holler. Don't holler. Mm-hmm. So if the shoe fits, where that motherfucker? Oh. Now, when I, when, I, when I do my bashing, it's more of me venting. And anybody who knows what I'm talking about, okay. And the person I'm talking about, fuck you. 
But sometimes I feel as if, you know, when, when women do that, then you got the, the weak ass men that want to comment. Uh, they want to comment and all. They're predators, man. I'm putting it on blast. Some right. are predators. So as a as an entertainer, I as an entertainer, I do things a certain way, not like the normal person would do them. So some people do them because they're looking for sympathy. Mm-hmm. I do it because I'm expressing myself and that's what mm-hmm. I do. Like I I mean, I'm sorry to say it, but people be looking for the shit I post. Like they want to know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. People knew I was in a relationship. I'm in Puerto Rico. I'm taking pictures. I'm doing this. I'm shaking my ass all on. You know what's going on with you in your relationship? That was so, the twerking joint I told you. Yeah, about. I didn't. You know, listen. I didn't give it. To oh, you saw. You remember? I didn't look for that. The pictures um, though. I be like, shorty stack. You see her? I'm just I give it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't give me in trouble. I didn't you know, see anything. I give it to the people. I give it to the people. But you know, my, 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 I, I was told by a source that you know the person I'm not with anymore of course people are like, oh she love a show and she this and she that well you love the show too when you got to walk in with me and you receive the accolade that you did just by being with a bitch you love the show too when i was shaking my ass and was filming it you love the show too all the way in concado san juan puerto rico baby. come on now concado you know, can i say show. one thing right quick you can talk your goddamn shit <laughs> <laughs> talk your goddamn shit talk so your you shit you be with me if you don't understand the show and if you don't love the show because i am the show go Oh, that's some Ric Flair shit right there. Did she do what I asked her to do? Did she do what I asked her? But at the end of the day, you know, I, I, you know, there was a time when I did wish bad upon him. (laughs) Me, me, me. But today, (laughs) I won't even say today. I'll just say at this moment. Mm -hmm. I just, you know. Are you over it? See, that's a great question. Nah. Because I've been going through this. Mm -hmm. Am I over him? It's not him. He has no face. Am I over the situation? I'm getting there. Yeah, okay. You know, I'm getting there. And and, and I, can, I hope a lot of women can relate to me when they say, you still worry about that nigga. No, no, no. See, when you get to a certain point, it's not about the nigga. It's about the situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, the time mm. that you put in. Right. That's, that's one thing you can't get back. Mm-hmm. And see, for someone like me, I was two and a half years celibate. Mm. Not dating. What the hell you do that for? Because I was waiting on... The, my person mm. and I thought that's why you were so goddamn vulnerable hello right mm-hmm. I thought they were my person so am I over him yes because I realized that he was never made for me we were not cut from the same cloth he's not on my Come level on. we are not in the same caliber as yeah, a like matter of fact like I don't see him in my life because we are not we don't speak the same language Poly however am I over <laughs> Again. Am I with a situation? Hey, the, the videos of Love Joy and Mel represent Love Joy and Mel. Please, hey, thank you. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. We, we don't, we don't have no issue with you, fam. Right. But hey, look. No. Polly Elsa is silk. It's a limit to my life. As far as I know, you're the realest nigga that ever walked. Yeah. So, your question was, am I over it? I'm getting over the situation. This dude is going to have to go deep. He going to kill deep, somebody. Deep. Deep on the cover. That nigga gonna smoke somebody tonight. Yeah. Am I over him? Yes, because what I've realized is he never deserved my love. Am I over the situation that after so long I invested so much? I'm getting there. Or maybe he did deserve the love, and you needed this realization that you've come to. He just needed the love. He deserved the love for that time. Mm-hmm. And that could be it, you know. But the fucked up part about it is I'm not in the business of building niggas for other bitches. Build a bear. The fuck. I'm talking about Come on now. You all are. Yeah. You need to be on open Every mic. Every last one of y'all are in the open business. Open mic. I will be there <laughs> clapping like that sister is good. And that's why I said that sound, That sound good. 
every woman is in the build in the business of building niggas. But that's up why for I said the build the nigga workshop is closed because never opening back. I up. am. I. I, I okay. have to. I always have known my worth, but I don't think I've truly realized my worth mm-hmm. because the worth that I have doesn't judge and is very understanding. But she sets a boundary up that says, unfortunately, you don't meet the qualifications. I would love to hang with you, and we can, we can, you can be cool, but I won't let you in the chamber calling my heart because you don't qualify. But all the best to him and his family. You could be a preacher, by the yeah. way. You could mm-hmm. be. A Your preacher. application has be now been so rejected. You, you are, uh, uh, you're very eloquent in the way you. Let speak me tell you something. I, I built the nigga resume for him. I will. was applying for jobs for him. I said, let's let's start a business. He got an eight. Nigga got certifications and still don't. Let me tell you something. Moving on. So look, um, I just you know I, I'm not in the bash of brother business. Yeah, you yeah. Know? If I'm here, but I'm just I get I get it, but I feel as if we we've reached that. Well, you can't. Yeah, me. yeah, we've reached. That. Moderate, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your motivation right now? So right, man, right now, my motivations are the, the two main things that I have going on: this Japan thing and this other thing that I can't really speak about. Mm-hmm. That's what I wake up every day thinking about because contrary to what people think, because some people just, I don't know what the fuck people think about me, but I do work. I do have a job. I've been on my job almost seven years now, and I do that every day. That's what pays my mortgage and my bills and my food and everything like that. But my real motivation is I feel like 2020 has something for me. Mm -hmm. So no matter how much I don't want to get out of bed or go to work, I go because... I am motivated for what's next. And that is a growth for me, too. Because for me to get up every day and be miserable and unhappy, I'm so optimistic, it's unreal. Like, I'm already living in what's to come. Mm. That's a word right there. That is a that's a word right there, and I'm not even playing. I'm putting that. That's a clip. No, right I'm about there. to say I need. I, yeah. You don't know. I needed that. Well, I'm glad. That's a word right and there. And I hope so because I, I I used to hear people say, "Oh, you got to be optimistic," and I never. I'm like, "Fuck the optimistic." I need proof. But now I'm already living in what's to come. Come on, mm-hmm. man. And that is what's keeping me motivated to go every day. That's called five dollars in my bank account. Fuck that! I'm about to have five thousand in my bank account. Mm-hmm. I'm living like I'm already there. No doubt. So it's keeping my spirits high. Mm. Now, as an artist, as a singer, who, right now, who inspires you? All right, so I'm going to give you like a range of people who inspire me. And these people who are on the grid and off the grid. Mm-hmm. I am a diehard Jasmine Sullivan fan. Mm. Yeah, love as her. we are. Brand love new. Her. Mm. And I love, love Jasmine Sullivan because... I love her music, too. Of yeah. Her, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> first of all, her voice. Yeah. Your voice is... I can see that. Some people say I that. Sense I that. sing her songs too. First of all, her voice, but her realness and her journey. Mm-hmm. And she's doing what she loves and she exposes her vulnerabilities. And I, I connect with that. Um, mainstream, um, because I don't really listen to a lot of radio and stuff because I'm so in my own head. But I can I, I won't say that I don't like Beyonce, and I know that's cliche because everybody talks about her, but I respect her work ethic mm-hmm. because she always works she always grinds she's always doing something and she always stays relevant but I'm going to tell you somebody who I really connect with and everybody going to say oh she's just saying it because it's Cardi B but Cardi B <laughs> I'm going to tell you why because I've been knowing Cardi before the fame mm-hmm. well you know VH1 is still fame but I've been knowing her before well, during the Love and Hip Hop days and I used to watch her videos that she used to put out 
um, in the hood with her dudes and everything like that. And just to see somebody maximize on an opportunity mm -hmm. is amazing to me. Mm -hmm. And she is the epitome of somebody who had an opportunity. Like, the sh like she was a stripper. She had the show. She took that and she ran with it and she has talent. But even if she didn't, the business mind that she has to go get something and not take one. She could have easily said, okay, well, my, my, my start and my end <clears throat> is with love and hip hop. Mm -hmm. And that could have been it. But she didn't do that. So I admire her just for doing what she does, man. She's riding the hell out of that wave. She's riding really? the wave. Mm -hmm. Like, she's so riding the wave. And I think that she will continue to ride it until there's no more water left for her to ride. Just as I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I I appreciate them. So, you know, I love Jasmine Sullivan. I, I love Cardi B. Um, yeah. Now, here's a question for you. How do you feel about um, hometown love or lack thereof? <clears throat> so everybody knows I used to have a slogan called Show Love and Other Side of the Rope. And that all stemmed from the big controversy viral live video that I put out in 2017. Yeah, it was like 2017. In 2017 about the whole Trey Songs controversy. And it's so odd that you're bringing that up because I hear about it like maybe three or four times a year. So this is the first time, 2020, that the Trey Songs viral video of me going live has come up. And Mel... You saw, did you see it? I seen. Well, this is what I saw because I'm friends with a lot of the D boys in the area. So I saw the shade that was thrown to thrown towards you, and I'm like, who is this girl? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? And then it was a situation that he was here, and pretty much, from my understanding, they were trying to throw it back as if Trey don't be thrown that you were trying to say he doesn't be showing love to where I added you on Facebook being nosy and then I watched your live like the following day and mm -hmm. I saw you were just talking pretty much about the entourage and I'm like okay now I have an understanding because you cannot always go from hearsay yeah. that's why I chose because you know I'm a vlogger so I gotta understand the exact story and not just go off of hearsay so ever since then I've been following you I'm like my girl out there snatch singing okay <laughs> yeah, so when, when, when you ask me the question about what do I feel about hometown love, I'm very passionate about mm -hmm. hometown love. If you don't remember anybody or know anybody, you should know the people who you grew up with and who you see every day when before the fame and the people who are in your hometown. Do I have an issue with Trey Songs? Never. No, the issue was not... The question wasn't really for Trey. I know. It I'm was getting, pretty much, how do you feel about... I'm getting into it. Yeah, that. go ahead. Trey's somebody who obviously shows a lot of hometown love because he comes in and he scoops up... He scoops up his people who might not be doing anything with their lives and he shows <laughs> them love. I just feel like if I'm somewhere and I'm performing or if I got a VIP or if I'm here, if I'm there and I see people that I know... There is no question about it. I'm showing hometown love. You're going to get the VIP service. When I was singing with Chrisette Michelle, singing background for her, we traveled all the way to the Virgin Islands. We had a show at some festival. So we're at the hotel. The Hummer drops us off. And they're like, you got X amount of time to go do what you got to do. And you got to be back downstairs. And so I'm downstairs in the lobby waiting on transportation to come get us. And what do I see? Somebody I went to college with. 
They're there, mm -hmm. not because of me, just but on vacation. So I'm like, oh my God, like, what are you doing here? How, how did you get it? They're like, oh, we're on vacation, but we heard Chrisette had a show. And I'm like, yeah, she does. How many of you guys is it? She says, two of us. I said, meet down here at five o'clock before the show starts. I'm gonna get two tickets for you and backstage passes. Mm -hmm. They came down, they had them. See, that's hometown love. Mm -hmm. No matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I'm gonna get you in. I'm gonna validate you. I'm gonna make sure that you experience, if not all, a portion of what I'm experiencing. Because if I have that avenue, I'm creating it for everybody that I know. That's why we're all going to Japan. Bingo. That's why we're all going to Japan. So that's my definition of hometown love. It's very important. People can forget you that don't know you. But the people that know you should never forget you. People always say, don't forgive me when you make it. And you know what my response is? Don't forgive me if I don't. Mm. Come on, word play. Hey, don't forgive me if about? I don't. Don't forgive me if I don't. And don't ever think that you can never reach out to me. I'm not changing my phone number for nobody. Mm -hmm. Okay, where I go in this world, my phone number is, if you got it, you better use that motherfucker because the top is very lonely. And hey. I don't want to be lonely at the top. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to reach down and pick people up with me. Let's go. Who's next? Who's next? Who's Come next? Come on, Nick Cannon. Too much money out here to be made. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much money to be made. I don't know why people from Virginia or the Tri-City feel like it's $2.32 to spread amongst people, but it's not. Yeah, we're in the city. We're in a region of hate right now, man. Come it's, on. It's called crabbing a barrel. You know, we can't get ahead because we're too busy pulling people down trying to get up. Mm -hmm. We should be a ladder. <laughs> or if, if somebody is up, it's like, he ain't shit. Yeah, like, damn. A city of hate, man. Yeah. A city of hate. Not even trying to reach out to see Look, how can I collaborate. I, I'll show a hater love if I see him. Oh, wow. I'm the type of person, I won't even acknowledge the hater, but I have somebody walk over and say, um, are you so-and-so? We have a section for you over here. And niggas won't even understand. Or if you, you know, you're trying to get on somebody to try to, you know, steal your shine or some shit like that. You know, there's no, it's, it's everybody, everybody can eat. Every, everybody can everybody eat. Everybody can eat. A hater not eat. getting a section from me. I'm sorry. Oh, the hater can get a section from me. 50 say you couldn't get a dollar out of me. I'm really big on home. Hey, no doubt, man, no you doubt. got that food cup. Yeah, she on one of the Well, that was how. Interview slash uh, irrelevance right there. That was some yes, shit. That was I'm some glad, shit. I'm glad. Well, we we appreciate you stopping by. Um, we're definitely gonna have you back again. Always a pleasure. All right, pleasure. well I see y'all. <laughs> Always a pleasure. But um, yeah, very very interesting. I'm, I'm not gonna chop anything out. This it is what it is. Mel, I got a segment with you. Latest with Mel Lipstick Diva. What you got? Hey y'all. So I got a couple of things that's been going on this week in social media in the shade room. So the first thing I'm going to lead with is some positivity. Moneybag Yo was on The Breakfast Club and they asked him about Meg the Stallion, you know. Um, they try to br bring it off as pretty much, what's the bald guy's name? I can't even think of his name. Charlemagne. Oh. He pretty much is trying to throw Meg the Stallion under the bus talking about, you know, oh, Meg ran through right now. How you feel about Meg? Moneybag, yo, threw him for a spin because Moneybag was like, yo, 
she out here doing what she's supposed to do, living life. Mm-hmm. He was like, I appreciate her. We had one of one of the best songs out right now. I know we don't deal with each other, but I wish her the best. He was just giving her, you know, like he wish her well. Mean, things ran, like that. What do you mean ran through? So Charlamagne, you know how people have been trying to say she's been with Trey and saying that she was who else? It was someone else they tried to say she was with. And the whole time I believe it was a misunderstanding. It was just that they were in the same club together. Mm. Mind you, I mean, whatever she do, she do that's her business. You know mm. what I'm saying? But I don't feel like that was Charlemagne's place to just try to throw her in the bus. I get the Breakfast Club, that's what yeah. y'all gonna do. It is, it is Charlemagne. Yeah, that's what y'all gonna do. You know Birdman already came with Dan mm. said he not gonna say it no. Yeah. But <laughs> shout out shout out Mega Stallion. Um, yeah, shout out Mega. Uh, uh, yeah. You know. The, the Dungeons. Yeah, the, the Dungeons are a fan of Mega Stallion. Yes. Yeah. I hope she can come down Mega. here. I hope she could come down here with me, honey. But um, yeah, shout out to Money Bag Yo for being a man that can speak positivity on his ex. You know, you don't get that a lot. <laughs> um moving along. I'm <laughs> <laughs> weak. Moving along. Lizzo, we've been talking about her for the past month. Lizzo has been getting bullied on social media. But before you get to the bullying part, did, did you all see the video this week with Lizzo where she had the little purse and she was pulling all the shit out of the purse or whatever? No, I saw the one with the one piece where she was. Sh- but y'all gotta y'all gotta bring me up to speed because the last thing I know about Lizzo is the booty cheeks out is the basketball game. Oh lord, we don't want to talk about that no more. Yeah. Okay, I'm just <laughs> yeah, but, I'm all the way back. She, you know, she's very, you know, she she's showing her body off and people have been body shaming her. Come on, clean up. And uh, I'm not cleaning up. I will say this Don't week use I that seen phrasing if you're not cleaning up. Who body shaving? Well, I mean, I'm just saying that's what they've been doing. That's a what, matter what, of opinion. What do you want me to say? Look, what I'm saying is I, this: this week I seen a video where she had it was like this little purse, and she was doing a prank where she was pulling that remote or like pulling Mary the Poppins. shirt. Yeah, and it seemed like she had, she's has a great sense of humor, and I was very entertained by that. Moving on, Mel. So why she been being bullied, Mel? So pretty much, uh, like on Twitter, she has posted a picture where her backside is like this and her ass cheeks is out, mm-hmm. like no draws. So people, I have been on Twitter because I recently, you know, I've been up there doing my thing. But <laughs> they were in the comments just pretty much saying, that's a long ass day. <laughs> <laughs> is that bullying though, my nigga? Like, come on, dog. In, in 2020, it is. It's yeah. when it, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right, but it is, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, pretty much Lizzo was saying she was leaving Twitter because of the bullying for now. And I know I was watching Sean Blaze TV on YouTube, and he was making jokes, like, saying pretty much she's in her size 22 draws and just talking shit about her. And to me, I feel like this, Lizzo, if you are going to be a confident big woman, you shouldn't let anybody run you away because that's just like me. I'm I'm exposing myself to the public eye. I'm almost at a thousand followers on YouTube. And, you know, people put in my comments sometimes, what's up with your teeth? If I let them keep talking to me like that and I just run away from social media, I'm not showing the confidence in me. I don't care what you say because I don't know you. I will never see you probably. The thing about YouTube comments, Twitter, things like that. There's nothing bullies, bullies in there. Or people with slick trolls. ass comments. It's called yeah, trolls. There you go. And they have low self-esteem themselves. So I just want to interject and say this. The people who troll, the people who supposedly should have low self-esteem, 
are the most successful people. Those people that are in wheelchairs and, and have deformities, they are popping. If you don't take advantage of the hate people give to you, you're not going to survive in the world we live in today. Because where bullying wants you to be something that happened on the playground or, you know, in a, in a slight note, it happens out front, out front. But let me tell you the beauty of somebody talking about you. Everybody wants to know what are they talking about. So people flock to you on what other people have said, whether it's negative or positive, but bullies are few and far between because most people who come to you, whether they want to see for good or bad, are good. Yeah. They love you. And you know one of the main reasons why they love you is something you just said because you don't back down. Absolutely. People love the fight in people. Social media loves the real and the fight in a person. If they can see that fight, that fight resonates over a nation because most of us are fighting ourselves every day. Right. And we are the people like you're yourself and I and also Snuff we're putting my, ourselves out there in yep. the public eye right as well as Kel and yes and no, Kel fuck me it's cool I'm, <laughs> no and I it was that. not to exclude you like that Kel no, 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 no. no. talk to the good man no I do apologize Kel. shade it's room. all love <laughs> Kale just got me. But no, as all of us, we're putting ourselves out there for the public eye, right? I will say Kale's not putting himself out there tomorrow, as you know. Right. No, you know. no, that's why I didn't say Kale. I didn't say Kale because I was just think, thinking of just like Mel doesn't follow channels me on and, anything, so she doesn't know what I do. I apologize. I need to start following Kale. Let me shut it's up. Out to the good. You know, Kale has a nice uh meal prep business called Big Dog Bites. Kale is an aspiring YouTube vlogger. Uh, you know, Kale has a has a lot of things going on that Mel doesn't know about. I want to get his card when we finish. I do apologize. He embarrassed me on air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back to what I was saying. So we are all putting ourselves in public eyes, but at the end of the day, it's almost like we're zealous celebrities because a lot of celebrities you see, they're on drugs and you never understand why they kill themselves and things like that. Not saying any of us would do that in this room, but it all comes back to mental health awareness. So at the same time, bullies will be bullies, but people that are out there bullying and trolling, be mindful that we're all human beings. Yeah, the fame is not for everybody. No, it's not because... One thing about it, I'm just let y'all know. If I get a hundred million thousand dollars, I'm not doing shrooms, acid, or none of that that future doing. Yeah, but anyway, I don't want to die on sight. First so of all, future don't do drugs no more. He said it himself. Cause he with Lori Hori. No. I said Hori. <laughs> That's why he's called Lori Hori. Sorry, no, he said he was. It didn't mean to come out that way with Harvey. Blunt, I love it. You it's, may not do nothing, but you gonna do cocaine? Cause that's a rich person's drug. I'm sorry, that came out so original and wasn't supposed to come out the way with Lori Harvey. Sorry. You may have been right the first time. Yeah, I know. The views of Snuff McGee do not represent Snuff McGee. Y'all McGee's have house. been in this goddamn traveling pants circle since y'all got here today. I have a week. That's the second the time I heard a man say that. But my we'll last thing to close out my segment here is going to be something that's growing on Facebook and actually was popping on my male lipstick diva page. A man that is going half on the bills or providing it all and the woman is a homemaker. Now, this is what I got back. It's 2020. We are in a new day and age. A lot of women said, you know, they won't complain about the man paying all the bills. 
Of course. Why? Who wouldn't complain about that? Even a man wouldn't complain about their woman paying all the bills. Now, if you're a real man, you probably would. You know, you probably would say, nah, babe, I'm going to take care of that. X, Y, and Z. Now, my take on it, you will not do me like the woman on um, Tyler Perry's movie. You're not going to put me outside of a house. You're not putting me outside of our residence. So we're going to go ahead and go half or either go uh, to where maybe you pay the mortgage and I'm covering car insurance and um, my car payment and cell phone bills, something like that. Well, your car payment. Isn't <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not paying your goddamn car <laughs> payment. That's your luxury vehicle. You draw, you pay that. But I'm paying for the insurance. Sorry, on you it. got a luxury vehicle. That's all I took from you. Yeah, you go ahead. So, like, for just to piggyback, it, can I can I speak? Because the last time I was told no. You're already speaking. Go ahead. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, to piggyback off of what you said real quick, I'm going to give it 30 seconds or less. Um, I don't believe in 50-50 because 50-50, you're my roommate, you're not my man. Now, what I do believe in is, as a woman, I need to have my own so that when if you do decide to fucking leave me, I will be all right on my own. So these women who have this mentality that, oh, I don't, you know, man, no, 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 fuck all that shit. If you with me, then it's your job and your responsibility to be responsible for Provide. Me. And to provide. Not on no 50-50, because if it's 50-50, don't eat my shit in the refrigerator because I put my name on it. Hello, them avocados, man. So I want you to take responsibility and take ownership of this relationship. I'll do what I do, but I need you to be the man. Because if you crawl down and break your back, I can cover the mortgage. And you can't have a baby bitch, so I don't understand. The last time I checked niggas sucking their own dick, it wasn't happening. So I'm just Wait saying. a minute. Um. <laughs> over over the edge. Over the edge. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of people online. I had a lot of women talking about they would just let the man pay all the bills. I don't believe in it because you're not going to throw me out of some shit that we built up. I pay all the bills, too, but, baby, we, we got to figure out whose name is on what. Right. I wouldn't say 50-50. I feel like he can pay the mortgage and then I make this house a home. I'm going to decorate the inside of this home. I'm going to buy the furniture. You know what I'm saying? Take care of the kids. (laughs) You pay for the sports. Like, it should be a partnership overall at the end of the day. We're looking too deep into the financial thing. Like you said, if everybody's standing tall and y'all come together... How how you handle the bills is how you handle the bills. Fifty fifty shouldn't matter to me. Long as if I know if I need to, I can pay. Exactly. But hold on, you're not gonna be petty petty with me like as if we're just dating. You saying who gonna pay half on the hotel room? No, that's what no. That's what she's saying about fifty fifty. That's all she's saying about fifty fifty. No, that's the only reason you think about that shit. For them to understand because they're real men. Real men don't understand that fuck nigga shit. Yeah, you know. So y'all don't understand. What y'all are doing is right and it's and it's what it should be. But what we experience is nothing like you give. Right. It's like men are out here actually petty. Like, if you want something to drink, they actually looking for you to give them the dollar and 98 cents. That's how petty men are. Like, cash at me the $2 I can buy your soda. It's not about the money, and y'all don't get that because y'all do what you're supposed to do. Once again, it goes back to the fact that man's going to do what you allow him to do. Very true. I agree. What if I asked you to buy me that. a drink and you tell me to give you two dollars? First of all, I, ain't, I shouldn't have to ask. Who the yeah. fuck buy a drink shit. for two dollars? What are you drinking? Ain't no ask you to buy it's, nothing. It's tax. We out. Uh, well, I would be real. You say it's tax. No, I'm just saying. I'm being real. I've had a dude I hit up that I was like supposed to be dealing with. I'm like, can you grab me a drink from the store on your way over here? 
right, can you cash out me the money? <laughs> Nigga, don't you break your ass over here. Well, what kind of drink? Do, what you ask for a Tahitian treat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Because, I mean, y'all would pay for a Tahitian treat. Them, they all good. Tahitian treat. Come on. You know, for a fact, neither one of y'all would do nothing like that. But, I mean, are we talking about men? You know, like, yeah. cash out me the money for a soda? The, even, the, let's say even if I was tight forget yeah. nigga, they, uh, they apply labels to niggas that don't deserve yeah labels. you saying men but it's like yo if, even even if I am tight I'm not gonna be like yo cash at me I'm be like either phone? you ain't gonna get it yeah oh. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little tight right now I apologize I'm but I'm not gonna ask you for the money you don't need to bring your ass over here if you can't buy me no damn soda yeah well, my, I don't know what type of my daddy always told me if a man came back, you a soldier. So you need to get rid of his ass. I mean, did I'm, your daddy really tell you that? He did say I think that you one day. A soda? Really? I'm pretty sure you made that. He not that. Saying, that, it's, I'm pretty sure you made that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. You're not gonna call out male or something small like I'm that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. Her, I don't know her daddy, but I doubt her daddy ever said. He if that nigga came back, you a goddamn soda. Like that, that's to be funny. But my daddy really does say, "Don't make it back. You got them soda. You don't need his ass." Yeah. Um, but it's being real. It's not well, saying can, literally. I can, a soda. Mean, I can mean you guys literally, and I'll, I mean, I'll say this off the record for being stand-up men who pride themselves on being the man. Fair enough. Oh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. We good? Boom. That is done with the lipstick diva. <laughs> I love the lipstick diva. I'm so glad I see. I, this yes. is the first time I've met her in person. I know. I'm excited. You know what's funny? She um she had hit me up and she said that we should have you on the show. Oh. And that's when I was like, well, we've had her on the show. You Thank just haven't you. watched it. I'm so <laughs> I that, that's the real meat of the situation. Has she been on the show? He was she like, ain't she ain't watched shit before, that but... she ain't on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really what it boiled down yeah, to. That's, that's I'm all so excited to meet you. For real. Irrelevance in the dungeon. Let's get to We're going to start off with power, or should I call it pass? Which which one is it? <laughs> Somebody dead, ain't it? Somebody dead. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it, I haven't seen it oh. since. Ghost since... ain't goddamn dead. I ain't seen it. What's, what's, what's 50 name in the show? Kane. I yeah. ain't seen it since Kanan was down in the fire and Ghost thought he was dead. That was the last time I so saw it. So you saw the first one. Yeah, that was episode five. <laughs> <laughs> you won't need to sit this one out, baby. Yeah, did did we all see it? Some, the last episode you haven't seen it. Yes, I did. Oh, I forgot you're not a pilot. The last fan. episode was irritating. Yeah, I mean, I like how they set it up for a grand finale. But I'm just saying, the whole last episode was past grabbing a gun every 15 minutes. Yeah, I think and not shooting a goddamn. Revenge, soul. revenge was really on her mind, very, very hard. Very, very hard. Who are we talking about? Y'all not gonna spoil it for me, so you can talk about it. Nah, we're talking about past. It just. They really set it up for a grand finale, but a lot of a lot of fans are mad about how the direction the show's going with the last few episodes because the previous episode was all about Dre. Well, that one was good, but they're gonna cover. It makes sense if the last episode before all of this was we don't know who shot Ghost. We're yes. gonna go through all the potential oh, shooters I and give their story. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. I get it from Facebook. So okay, let me shut up. Is this not gonna be the end of the season of, of it all? Is it? What do you got? Three more episodes? Yeah, I want to say three. Three three episodes left, but there also is going to be a power spinoff starring Mary J. Blige and Method Man. So I've been, I haven't, I've seen people talking about it. I haven't seen like any official thing. That's a real thing. Yeah, it is a real thing. I think they're going to sing that song on the intro as well. You're all Mm -hmm. I need to get by. Is that the best hip hop R and B? We can make war, make babies. That's what he said. I'm going to listen to that. Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel like he was something. Come on, man. That's why I'm with you to this day, boo. No fronting. 
Even when the skies are gray, you would rub me on my back and say, "Baby, it'll be okay." Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever give you. And keep it tight, alright? Hey! So we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids. You don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me. And I'm gonna make sure we be living in an effort like a luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did. So I'm going all out, kid, and I got mad love to give. You my nigga! Come on, dog. I'm just saying. I'm I just texted you. I just thought I was supposed to have been like goddamn uh, Ghost and Ray in a video, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Speaking of Method Man, you see, I don't know if you watched the Wu Tang show on Hulu. It got renewed for season two. I really enjoyed this shit, so I can't wait for season two. Season two? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have, I'm still behind on that. That shit was good, bro. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that, Joy. Uh, okay. Have you seen the WNBA? The collective bargain agreement they came up with. When you sent it to me, I looked at it. I hadn't seen it prior to that. I don't know if you're um, aware of this, Joy or Mel. Uh, the collective bargaining agreement at WNBA, right now, six-figure salaries now. Mm-hmm. It raises the current salaries by 53%. That's good money. Paid maternity leave for the players. Increased cash bonuses for awards such as MVP and Rookie of the Year. Six-figure salaries now. I, my thing is, WNBA has been around for over 20 years now. What's mm-hmm. taking so long? Now, I know the attendance, yeah, the money's not there, but these are still professional basketball players. Now, I see where a lot of them go overseas and make make that money. Can I give props to people like Kobe and LeBron, though, who have brought uh, eyes to the fact that the WNBA wasn't getting what they deserved? Yeah. People like that have made it so that this collective bargaining agreement can happen. So I think it is a shame that that they don't have these things that they now have. Because just because I'm a woman and I play a sport doesn't negate the fact that I'm a woman. So to, to, to say that finally I'm getting some maternity leave is a blessing, but also like a slap in the face. Like, so what the fuck was I supposed to do all Over these years? Over 20 years, they didn't have bring my ba- Bring my baby and nurse her while I'm shooting the layup? This was pretty much saying you can't get pregnant? Or, you know, is that what they're saying? Because, I mean, the off-season is not. Where was the money coming from, though? You feel but what I'm saying? Like it sounds. Take a little up, bit. Take a little of it from the NBA. Nah, you ain't gonna. You gonna say no? But I'm just saying, if you want to find some money, see when people when companies find money, they, they I mean, cut costs. I will say they do throw a lot of money right in the NBA. When when, when companies yeah, need to find but, money, they either fire people or they cut costs. I feel like anything I say is gonna be seen as. Say it. I want you to. I, I'm not. not I'm, I know it's two different things, but it's also it's the W. NBA, so they are they are linked. They no, are, they 100%. are linked. Yeah, so. I do agree that it's a shame that they don't have it, but I guess I can under, like. When the last time you heard somebody like talking about, yeah, remember get some tickets to the WNBA game? I understand. You know understand. what I'm saying? Well, then if that's the case, the business got to come from somewhere. Then get rid of the league. If you can't support it financially, then get rid of it. Now that's a fair point. They they have talked yeah. about that. They have I talked haven't. about that. Now the WNBA is getting bigger. Like like I said, people like LeBron and Kobe, like they're bringing light to it. And people are watching. Like, it's, that shit's entertaining. Like, I've I watched watch it myself. I don't watch it years, but also I don't watch sports. I don't have a nigga. But if it's going to be that bad, then cut the sport. Yeah. But they cannot cut the sport because that would be discrimination, discrimination. against women. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, you need, if you can't cut the sport, you need to cut. You need the budget cut. It's not even that. I feel like they need to know how to put more commercials. Because think about it. They talk about King James. They talk about... Um, 
all the other men basketball players, but it's not like back in the day when they used to talk about the women about NBA Lisa players. Leslie. Right. And they, they like, used to I got, have commercials. I have signed autographs of women basketball players from back in the day, but not today. Like you don't even see it on sports centers at all around WNBA. And I would even <laughs> say think about jobs in the United States right now. A lot of women still don't have a lot of, like you said, the paid maternity leave. All other countries, they are all advocates on the paid maternity leave. So it's not even that's the not WNBA. That's not true at all. No, I'm, from research, it's been companies that I've seen overseas that would give you a year that paid have been off. companies, but as a whole... No, I'm overseas. not saying the whole country. Women are not treated fairly. No, at all. I'm not saying the whole countries or whatever. But I'm just saying it's a lot of unfairness here in the United States against women. Like we really are out here making more money than men. Dog, it's worse. But I'm, I'm once again, I'm not saying you should accept it because it's worse in other countries. But just to go off the point you say where these other countries, it's worse for y'all in other countries. No, no, I get that, but I'm just saying research is some companies. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying all. I'm just saying some other companies I have seen in other countries are treating women better than they do in the I mean, U.S. Let's women are smarter than men. Women are they're they're, they're better than articulate. Us. I like the idea that they're making a change. I mean, at the end of the day, what yeah, we learn about life is good. you can't focus on the past; it's focus on the present. So, if they're making a change, let's move forward and hope that change sticks. And make sure it goes bigger. You know, it's, it's going to go bigger. Well, I want y'all motherfuckers to watch w- WNBA. Yeah, I will. I will be the. Can you t- can you tell me when it's not it a sports? Person. Oh Lord, Google, Google, please. <laughs> You got you got Xfinity or something? I, I can just find some. Just put to on the guys. Do it yeah, come yeah. on the same channel that men's sports come on? It, it does internet. actually. That's sad. Like nobody really talks about it. Y'all. So yeah. you can't. I'm just saying, like you can't really argue the other side if you ain't. I want to say that's why they really weren't getting the money at first because yeah. it was no revenue. Nobody's watching it. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's good that's going on now. Let's hope that it, it does increase. Let's move on to another um, very touching subject. Aaron Hernandez, he's got a documentary on, uh, documentary on Netflix. I haven't seen it, man. I've seen all the Looking Facebook posts, though. I haven't seen it either, but we all know what the story is. Yeah, but I love it. Just type in Aaron, Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. They're saying that he was a closet bisexual. I don't believe that, personally. What, would, what did he do? Like, who is he? Aaron Hernandez was a tight end for the New England Patriots. He went to the University of Florida. At a very young age, he entered the NFL. Very great receiver. And so great he game met. Too. Yeah. He, he met us one year in San Francisco. We, we beat yeah, New England in New England. England. I'm just saying, I'm giving all the information. She wants to know who he is. I'm giving all the information. I didn't know too. And he's still living? No, he's nah, dead. He, did. Oh, okay. he supposedly killed three people. Yeah. One he was convicted of killing Odin Lloyd. I think it was his girlfriend's sister. He was a semi pro football player. He was given life in prison, if I believe. Was yes, it life in prison? Supposedly and he killed himself. a couple of years later, he was to be tried for two other people's deaths. He ended up committing suicide in prison. Wow. Allegedly. After, yeah, allegedly. And it's after, after he killed himself that his daughter was supposed to get a whole bunch of money because he left it to her. I'm also hearing that the money that they say he, she was going to get, it was not a substantial amount. Yeah. It was maybe $50,000. I'm also seeing on... Social media where they're trying to say it's like he's repressing his homosexuality. Maybe he killed himself because he found somebody found out that he was a homosexual. That's what also, people are pretty much glorifying him because he killed himself and his daughter got the money. Not no, not even mentioning the fact that he killed somebody and was linked to two other bodies 
that more than likely he did do. Let's keep it. Aaron Hernandez was a gangbanger. Yeah, he was a gangbanger from yeah. Connecticut. Now they're trying to say he was a homosexual gangbanger. He's a Latin king. He was a Puerto Rican. Yeah, he was a Latin king. It might have been a Latin king. But um, they said he was from Connecticut, went to the University of Florida. When he got drafted by New England, people were saying back then that you know they didn't want him to go back up there because he had a checkered past. Mm-hmm. Some of his ex-teammates were saying that you know, they knew that he was an issue. But they didn't say it until after the fact. Niggas ain't even want to ruin him in college. Are we making excuses for his actions? Is he being glorified? I think that any um, any network that puts out thousands of dollars to tell a story is immediate glorification, number one. Well, for uh, the people who made the documentary, it was self... He did all that on by himself. He started doing the documentary before he killed himself. While in jail? Yeah, he started a documentary. He while documented I, himself in jail. No, 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 no. The person who did the documentary on Aaron Hernandez started the documentary while he was still living. And they pitched it to Netflix. Yeah, it was pretty much, he paid for everything. It was mm-hmm. pitched after the fact. I feel as if sometimes people, our people, we glorify people who do bad things. Sometimes we do. The, all the, people. The part about not people, saying all. The all part people, about people who do some. bad things is the people that who love them want to try to steer the public away from the bad and embellish the good. So I have to watch it to form my own opinion. But just by hearing this, if he did do the things that he's accused of, there is no glorification. But this is from someone who doesn't know and who wasn't a part of it. But someone who's close to him. Of course they're going to try to create a documentary to exonerate him. My thing is like they're saying he killed himself and his daughter got the money and they're saying he was a real one. She ain't getting no money. Well, my thing is, you know, a real one would not be in that situation to begin with. I mean, the money is not your dad, you know? And a real one would not sacrifice money for the life of their child. Aaron Hernandez didn't kill himself. You think he was murdered? Just like Epstein didn't kill himself. He's on the same level as Epstein? No, he's not on the same. Crimes are totally different. Tell me about Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein, you want to? Oh, Epstein is a child rapist. Oh, my goodness. Who had a lot of intel on prominent figures in our government who are also child Child rapists. rapists. And supposedly, in jail, he killed himself. That motherfucker didn't kill himself. He had info on Bill I mean, excuse me, on Bill Clinton. I was about to say, hold on. No, Bill Clinton, excuse me. They killed that motherfucker. You know, the world we live in is just so unfortunate. And, you know, I was over at my grandparents' house the other day, and the news came on, and I damn near ran out the house. He had a news, something else. The news has always been that way. I negative, was like, I have to go, because Netflix is calling. The negative eye. Because the negativity mm-hmm. was just so crazy. If you <sighs> see if you see 10 topics on the news, now they're negative. It's just, it's always been that way. They're always ready to run to a shoot, and they love coming to Petersburg when the shoot comes <coughs> on. Well, it's we right. need to stop. Petersburg needs to stop shooting. We need to stop that shit. Amen. And as, as cheap as the property is here, folks should be flocking to this city. We, they're going to do us like they're doing Richmond right now, that gentrification. The thing about it is we don't, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about the homicides amongst ourselves. We don't talk about it unless it's white man involved. Mm-hmm. It's going on too much down here, just mm-hmm. as if it's going up in the Cap City. There's a lot of stupid stuff going on. I seen a video the other day. They were filming some girl getting beat up in Wendy's. Wow. Now, remember that Wendy's was also the Wendy's where that person got shot, I want to say, a year or two ago. This one up here in Crater Road? On 460. Wow. Oh, wow. But they're filming it. And it's, it's grown adults in there. 
I feel as if if I was there, not saying I'm like, you know, uh, Iron Man or anything like that, but I'd be like, yo, yo, like, chill. Like, I don't understand why people will film somebody getting fucked up and be of age. It'd be like adults filming that, knowing that these people are going to get locked up. Once you put something out on social media, it's always out there. Motherfuckers is adult by age, bro. They're not adult by mentality. Do you, I mean, I get do you that remember too. this website back in the day called Steak and Cheese? No, steak bro. I, 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 I can go for a Steak and Cheese right now. That sounds good. Back good. in the day when my daughter was very young, she's 15 now, she's turned 15 on Monday and 13. She's still young. Go ahead. There was a, thank you, a website called Steak and Cheese. Mm-hmm. And you used to find videos. This is before Instagram and all that, right? Wow, videos. People record people getting burnt alive and set, head severed. What the fuck? And I, and cheese. I used to watch it until finally I was like, this is highly unhealthy. And I should not be looking at somebody getting <laughs> head cut off in the ass. I'll cry. But, but that was, but it was an underground website. Oh, you was on dark web like I thought. Right, yeah. it was dark web. Cool, cool, so, cool. so somebody else put me onto it. So after a while, that dark web shit. That shit became light web. And now you can see just about anything. And so what people have done from the dark web is introduce the idea of we don't have to hide no more. I'm going to record everything. I'm going to record everything. (laughs) That's like the guy that was in the 757. He was in the car chilling on live and somebody came through a drive-by shooting. You, You saw him get killed on live. Like, that is so crazy to me that you actually can get online. People chilling just on a regular day and you can see them get shot down and killed. So the crazy part about it is there's something in us as human beings that want to see it. Of course. But just like free will, the better judgment says I I shouldn't look at it. But because there's something that strikes something in our heads as humans that say to see life leave a body is something we want to see. We got to train ourselves not to look at that shit. I'm, I, I always uncover. Uncover video. Right. You be like, what You the always fuck? uncover it's, it. I always uncover it. It's human it. nature, though. Like you're How saying, say? the unknown is attractive. It's attractive. Period. And that's with anything. Just like we have that joke where white people go into bad situations. They love, hello? Hey, who's there? They spark. Why is it so dark over there? Who's there? What the hell is that growling? They're going to run in the direction of the bullshit. Is that a machete? (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing with that, buddy? (laughs) Are you going to kill someone? Show me who you're going to kill. We're that way too, but as long as it doesn't endanger us. If if it's a video, it's like uncovered, like. What the hell's going on here? Ah, oh, damn. And what do we do? We send it. Yeah. We, sh- we share it. Netflix got a video called Don't Fuck With Cat. Oh, my God. I watched it. That's and so I watched it. Don't but, watch that But shit. that, for you just saying, is the epitome of what Caucasians do. They hunted down a man that killed cats on camera. <laughs> Come to find out he ended up killing a human and he got put in jail. But if it were not for the nosiness and the 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 the, the idea of let me watch this video. It's sheer caucasity. He, it's sheer caucasity at his best. So this is a real deal? Or yeah. Yeah. Don't real fuck shit. with cats. Let me tell you though, Snuff. We watched it. I, I turned it off yeah. on the second episode. You want to know why? Because it was too many white people worried about somebody killing <laughs> a cat and it irritated the fuck out of me. So it's... it's it's a real life story. Yeah, yeah. So it's a documentary. Yeah. How many, how, how many parts? It's one man. It's how many one, parts? Is it one episode? One no, season? No, I was just one season. One season, I like forget five how many episodes. episodes. Okay. But I didn't it, watch them. But I'm going to tell you, it reminded me of, because today, and I'm going to end here, I'm not going to say nothing else. 
I was on Instagram. Preacher. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a pet lover because I have a dog. He's six. His name is Dallas. Fuck these goddamn animals. And in my Explore page on Instagram, there was a dog and he was like, looked petrified, right? Well, I clicked on it like a fool. And I even sent it to my daughter. We cried about it. I was like, go home and hug Dallas when you get off the bus. Anyway, some kids took a puppy, dipped him in glue, and threw him in the mud and put him in a box. And by the time they found him, he was clinging to life because God knows how long he had been there just petrified. I'm, I'm, I'm that way now. I can't watch animal cruelty, though. So when I watched so it, it just not, really made me sad. But the difference between what it did to me and what it did to Don't Fuck With Cats I wasn't on a manhunt for the motherfucker. I was glad to see that he was saved. But even if he wasn't, I would have just been like Paris, which is my daughter's name. This is why I don't like people. We, we, we had a little dialect, but I swear to God, once I watched it, I had to go back to work. Called Casual Life goes at on. its best. They hunted this motherfucker. Bruh, it was a whole, like, literal, they started a Facebook group. That they is, literally you gotta watch so knew what he was doing coming outside with Bruh. the cats in the bag. They hunt, you know how they fucking hunted him down initially? What? They saw a vacuum cleaner in the video and found out the what bitch, brand the, the vacuum cleaner was and where that was sold. She researched the White vacuum. people are irritating with that shit because you know what? If a nigga got killed, y'all wouldn't give a fuck. But do we? But, but do we give? A, but do we give a fuck? Do I give a fuck? We I can't. We can't. But, me, but, but what I'm saying is, we can't worry about what they do. We we have to clean up. I mean, well, I when it's like, a whole fucking Netflix series about it, I can't. I mean, but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel yeah. what you're this saying. This is the difference. We give a fuck about our own. Yeah. They give a fuck about random. I'm going to say, I think that we give a I fuck like about it, but your fear, because think about it, right here in a lot of cities, people know who the killer is, but to protect your own fucking self and to mind your own business, you just shut the fuck up because they can come kill your ass. Self-preservation is a human trait. It is. I mean, you got to think about it. If you seen somebody shot and kill somebody down in the streets, your mind is going to think one of two things. I'm going to call the police or I'm going to shut the fuck up because they might come kill me. I've seen it a lot. Like, so many killers are just walking around in the streets because I'm not coming to say anything. I'm not coming to be a witness. They won't come kill me and torture me. I got to save myself. It's not that I don't want to be the voice of change. If I'm the voice of change, you need to put me under one of those programs, where witness protection, when you move me somewhere else. But I mean, that's how shit, I mean, it's going to keep on, that cycle's going to keep going on because, like, why well, anybody going to say shit? <laughs> Baby. I don't disagree with you, but once again, self-preservation. Yeah, I, I get the self-preservation man. thing. It's just weird. You ain't kill me at that moment, so I need to shut the fuck up. I really have no comeback for that. It's like, I feel a certain way about it. I get what you all are saying. It's a lose-lose situation without a doubt. Yeah. You got to sleep with it for the rest of your life, but you here. Mm-hmm. I want those kids that dip that dog in that glue to be punished. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> he didn't all of a sudden, you got, you, got, you got a little lighter to me. You got, <laughs> yeah, you got real, real light to me. Right, when he you didn't said deserve that. that. He has feelings. You don't know what he did. He uh, didn't do now, now, the, the views are Kale. You, you don't know friend. what he did. <laughs> Kale. Get out, Kale. How you know? We don't be dipped in glue and thrown in the mud. How you know? You don't we know. know. We don't want no cat people coming on what? us, man. I ain't do nothing to you. On no, better things. Uh, we have a very big, Whoa. very big thing coming up this weekend, Kale. Going on Sunday, I want to say around 6.40 p.m. 
San Francisco plays Green Bay. I know you're all on uh, sports fans, but there's a football team out of San Francisco, California called the 49ers, and they are exceptional this year. <laughs> we got five rings. We're going for number six. Green. Y'all check us out. 49. Yeah, you, did you say Green? For, I'm actually going <laughs> for 49. You said Green Bay and 49. Yeah, we're playing. Well, okay. we're, we're defeating Green Bay this weekend. Okay. Yes. I'm going to just say, go you. Go you. You remember all for life when they got old? He was like, go you. Oh, yeah. You know what the little stuff, man. The little stuff. Speaking of you. Oh, my God. I ain't finished Joe. I'm Can not. Just, I, no, I haven't seen it yet, Joy, but you can give us a brief on it. Who? I ain't finished season two yet. Okay, so. Oh, there's two seasons? Yes, sir. Yes, that, it is. Oh, I definitely finished her. the first one. So yeah. you ain't um, watched the first one. I'm busy. Let me just speak on you. I love yeah, Joe. You know, a yes. period. <laughs> I and want Joe to be my if man. If I can meet Joe. Y'all is crazy as hell. If I can meet Joe, This whole conversation from the beginning of this show make perfect sense. Y'all motherfuckers crazy. If I can meet Joe, I would marry Joe. Absolutely. I would love Joe. Joe, don't put me in your damn box, but love me. I haven't even seen this show, but I already know Joe's a fucked up cat. And the fact that y'all are glorifying this guy. Joe will kill a motherfucker. I'm about to say Joe will. Joe will kill your ass, too. If he was my man, he probably would kill both of y'all. Does Joe, does he work? Yes. Yeah. He has his own place. Yes. He got some money stashed. And a car. They dump him. They ready. He, he don't ready. got no kids. He don't Number got no one, kids. You think that shit hurt to start in our lives? Joe could get up and move to a whole nother motherfucking state. I'm talking about he moved from the East Coast See, to the West oh, Coast. Don't, <laughs> okay. that, don't, don't talk too much now. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that much. I know that much. Look, all I'm going to say is Joe is the type of man you want. Okay. No, he's not. Wait a minute, Kale. Let me finish. Joe is the type of man that he really does love you, but if you reject his love, he's willing to take anybody out around you that might be taking you away from you're, him. You're missing I'm the cord that he's willing like, to take you I'm out. Hold on. Like Go ahead. Because, crazy. because before I even meet him, he knows my name. <laughs> he even know what kind of drugs I got. You heard this me. This has disqualified everything before that y'all said about even, men before earlier. Before I even meet him, he knows my name. Look, like Alicia said, I know he you used to get that milk in your coffee. Are we going to take right quick? <laughs> no, but for real, like you, seriously, I, sw- I, sw- I promise you, I started watching it, and I was like, what is this? And it is amazing. All right, so when I do watch it, and I'm not impressed. I'm coming back for both of y'all. First of all, you just I can tell you it's a decent show. It is a decent show, but these motherfuckers crazy. It's worth my time. That's what that's what you're saying. Yeah. I watched the whole first season. He met his match. How many episodes? He's crazy as a bitch at the end. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, I can't wait. Thirty minutes or an hour. Forty-five. God damn it, Joe! He turned. I'm gonna say this at the end of season two. You gonna be like, what the fuck? You done took me for a turn. All right, now leave but it there. I, after like 2020, <laughs> everybody is like either Team Joe or not. And so I'm if Joe, if he Joe. was if he was black, y'all would feel the same way. They definitely yes. wouldn't. Black, but I'm sure that black, Joe would never be black. Because men don't fight over they they don't oh, hurt that. Hold on. Go wait, wait, shit. hold on. Hold on, let me just say this. Men are not like your nineteen nineties R and B. Them niggas used to be like in love with their nah, women. Them niggas wrote songs about being in love. You know, doing I all heard, the same shit that a every man other was hurt did. so bad on the song where he said never would be too soon. Wait. When he see wanna see a woman again. I'm still waiting for somebody to come to my house and stand outside my window with a boombox. Listen. Well, you 80s love. I'm listen. Listen. You want some 80s love. No, absolutely. I want you to I'm stand out there man, and sing fast stuff. Man, you ain't never seen that movie in your life. 
You said what? You ain't never seen that movie. Hold on, but I did have somebody play Jordan Spock's No Air in front of everybody at the gas station. Yeah, I'm supposed to breathe in No air. Can we end this goddamn show? First of all, I don't like where it's heading. First of all, what gas station was it? Wild Wild Wild. Oh, Friday Road. That shit don't count. It was at the club let out. No, if it was at Amico or BP, some good, decent gas, then I would be like, then I would be like, okay. It was at the Wild Wild. He put it was at the wild. Well, I got me a sub and I got somebody to confess they love. You're getting an 87 concentrated gas with water in it. You know, I've been listening to you, though, but I've been putting an 89 in my truck. Hey, and he was in a Mustang. No air. No we, about, we about to get some vocals. A Mustang. Yeah, we about to get to the outro. I mean, can we get a little no air? You know, if, if you want. I'm going to shelter there. I don't really know the words. I was going to say, I was going to say Jazz and Sullivan brand new. If you're going to sing Jazz and Sullivan, sing Insecure. Why you gotta be so real? Why'd she make her face like that? <laughs> real funny. Cause I give you a... So you're saying it's worth my time. Cause I'm gonna give it a try. Sit back with your coffee, cross your knees, and drink it. Right? Don't make time to watch it. But like, you ain't got shit else to do. No, make time. Look. Well, I ain't gonna say make time, but when you really ain't got nothing to do, watch it. I love Joe, but he's a crazy motherfucker. I, I, will try. I want him to love me. After the 49 game, I may give it a chance. This nigga said I want him to love me. Love me, Joe. Y'all gonna love See, me. I put, on my, I put on my Facebook set all it's time. Like, it's Joe. Y'all really, y'all you, open up. You want to be in fear for your life when dealing with a man. That's what it seems like to me. No, not in fear with my life. I'm willing to cut everybody off for you. I, want, I got a few people I need Joe to kill for me right now. Joe is taking out ex-boyfriends, women that want to try to get Joe with me. Joe would take out any And ex-girlfriends of his. Yeah. He's, he's, believe, no, he ain't mean to I, do it. I believe Joe could kill the roach race. And get away with it. And get away with it. Cover it up. Joe ain't got shit on Dexter. Fuck y'all. But he done met his match now. See, she giving spoilers. You gotta outside watch it. That's what everybody keeps saying on Facebook anyway, so I know that much. He done met his I match. I know who she is, too. She gonna fuck him up. First of all, hold on, no, 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 no. First of all, I, I, used to look I haven't seen not, not one, not one. All right, well, you watch it. We gonna come back. No, of you. Oh. <laughs> watch this by March, and then we can talk. I'm not, it's gonna take you this much to I'm, watch it I'm because it's, it's a page turner. Have you a day where you just chilling? How you not impressed with that? Watch it. Fuck you. I'm different. I'm different. You Clearly. and Good Girls is much watch on. I'll tell you what show I was watching, but I haven't, I haven't caught up with it. Was was Shameless. Oh my trash. god, that's my show. Trash. Why? What? Trash. Yeah, you need to get out. White trash, but still very, trash. very. That very. is a good show. What? <laughs> 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 Listen to Daddy, my nigga, though, because he always, yeah, even though he fucked them over, he always come back and help them. I wish I had four hands so I can get that show full <laughs> thumb down. Nah. But do y'all watch Greenleaf? Fuck. Greenleaf, yes, I can't wait till the new season come out. Oh my god. Because I'm waiting for it to come out on next day. <laughs> I was about yes. to say something, I'm leaving a little. I said after the camera go off. Uh, I had a disclaimer. Amen. Yeah, we're going to leave it a little bit <laughs> after the show go off. And what, what am I watching right now besides Power? I don't think I'm watching You that. need to leave that alone. That's YouTube. a brainwashing show. I'm not watching Do y'all know what I started watching from the very beginning? Housewives of Atlanta. Why? From the very beginning because a I, show about bitches who just be like but, oh my house better than no, yours I'm oh bitch my house better than yours I'm watching it for study purposes your house ain't even so. built yet I right, look like I said congratulations on getting on that show on the set but I'm, I'm gonna be real I, I'll watch your episode I'm, I'm gonna watch, watch this let, let, I just watch let me know what episode you're gonna be on cause I that's will. the only one I'm gonna watch I definitely watch. will let you know no doubt Relevance in the Dungeon shout outs Kel hey man you already know man shout out to the family Shout out to y'all. Shout out to my man Snuff for having me back another week. I missed y'all last week. It's all love. You already know. Missed you too, man. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Come on back. Hey, Mel, you funny as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Love Joy. Irrelevance in the dungeon. It's always great when I come here. I was very excited, and I was here a whole hour early, obviously, and I'm just really grateful. I'm so happy to be back with you guys and to finally meet Mel, my Facebook friend, and to let you guys know everything that I have going on. You know, follow me on Instagram at I am Lovejoy with an I. We got some big shit coming up. Come on. Petersburg, VA. We about to be back on the map. And I'm I'm ready to make some shit happen and to shit on some people. But overall, I'm just ready to be here. Let's go. Right now. I always got to point that out when Petersburg gets so much love from Richmond. VA period. How about that? Central Virginia. I'm I'm, I'm repping for all of VA. People don't give VA the credit that we need. Agreed. But I'm going to bring them the crowd. I'm bringing the drama, the sexy, the body, the voice, the pain, the love. We're going to bring everything. And you know that she said drama first. <laughs> she listened to things in order, I felt like. <laughs> I'm crying. Literally. Mel the Lipstick Diva. What's up, y'all? Mel the Lipstick Diva. <laughs> So, shout out to my last chick every, each and every time. She brings your lashes some yes to yes. Um, of course, shout out to Lovejoy over here because I done gained a new sister. I'm going to be hitting her up. Like, sister, I need to talk in bed. You know, and always shout out to Snuff McGee and friends because, you know, they keep me uplifted and going. I love being on this show. Shout out to the gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> I'm just trying not to laugh, man. Y'all, y'all make me laugh so much, man. Upcoming events. We got Raw Talent with Miss Tink going on tomorrow. Me and Mel. Well, that's what's happening. We're going to check it out. We're going to be at the table. We are going to have a fucking ball. You know why? Because none of this shit is going to go down. I'm going to be free. And I'm going to be wide <laughs> the fuck open. Look, I can't be there. And it's really hurting my heart. Like, it's, it's, it's hurting me. I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to do it times two. And if I don't hear my name when I watch it, it's going to be an issue. I'm going to say this Kel. Kel. What's up, Kel? What up, Kel? I need that. Yeah. I need that. I heard my name last time I won here, so I appreciate it. Yeah. What we said? That motherfucker, Kel? What's that? Hey, it don't matter saying? what you say, long as you okay. say my name. Say my name. Say my name. When oh, no oh. one yeah, is around you, say baby. Oh. Come okay. on. Well, what's your fucking name? You ain't running game. Okay. Come on now. We ain't finna do it. What we gonna do? We gonna do it? What we doing? How we acting? Let me, let me, let me do the, the event that we, we, we'll get to that. Comedy, poetry, music. Comedy, poetry, and music show going on February 15th. Yes, sir. Miss Tink, Snuff Again, Friends. Come check us out at the Nutty Buttery. Snuff Again Friends comedy show in March with Mike J, Lazarus Hamlin, and Michael Bam Bam White. Yes, sir. Going down at Liaison Restaurant. Yeah, that's going to be a fun Love Joy will be in the building performing. That's right. Tickets are going to be available February 1st. Tickets February 1st. I have more information in the future. Mama Shell's Cafe, we got an interview going down February 1st with Snuff Again Friends. Coming for you all. Be on the lookout for that. Kojak Entertainment presents the second annual V-Day Bash at 6335, February 8th, going down. Snuff Begin Friends will be in the building. What else we got going on? San Francisco 49ers playing Green Bay Packers on Sunday at 6.40 p.m. Y'all be sure to check that out. 
Go on for number six, y'all. Go on for number six. Matter of fact, Deion Sanders, the 1994 jersey with the patch on it with the 75th anniversary NFL. It's in the mail. It's coming. It's going to be here for the Super Bowl party. We're having a Super Bowl party. Snuff Begin Friends presents the Super Bowl party. The Quest for Six. The Quest for Six. Yes. Joy, please, as we go out, give us a song, please. All right, so this is a song <clears throat> I wrote a while ago because one of my exes, he didn't want to be seen in public and, you know, the fact with the fuck. <clears throat> so it goes like this. Why don't you kiss me in public? Hold my hand when we walk. Let me know that I'm your girl. Baby, if you love me like you say, show me in every way. Let me know that I'm your world. Why you worry about what people say when they see you and me? Acting all lovey-dovey. Baby, show me some affection. Anywhere affection, not just privately. There you go. Lord, you just gave me some lettucey vibes. All right. Okay. Somebody fucked that one up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been in love. (laughs) Time or two. Sitting in love to show you. No one could ever make me feel this way. <laughs> that's why that, that's a little shit. That's why it's killing me. What, what we're going, going through. Somehow. Oh you Oh yeah, we won't be going I thought you were taking that. Yeah, I thought you was taking that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Come on, Kel. I did all my singing at the beginning of the show. Oh, man. We're not making love no more. We're not even trying to change. Tell me how it meant. Have to change. And it never stayed the same. You hear what I've singing now. No more. Hey. We ran out of words to say. We don't even know what to say. You know every song. I get so weary. What you say? Now Cisco get lonely. Cisco, Cisco get lonely on every song. Like Cisco, so lonely. Lonely on it. Hey yo, Ned, my life is incomplete. Oh my god. we say that for last. That's that's last and Kel joint. You know. Matter of fact, we can do it tomorrow. Oh, damn. <laughs> Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> your perfume. Your, your sexy, sexy lingerie. lingerie. I remember it, it just like it was, was on yesterday. yesterday. Come on. A Thursday. Like, you you told me to fall in love. Hey, I was sure that I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year with the, the summer, summer, spring, and fall. I don't remember the next one. Oh, but the fact that he said, I wasn't sure that I was. That's a real shit. That is. You told me you was falling in love, but I wasn't sure that I was. The best part is my life is incomplete. But with that being said, it's still not as good as when he was like. "Ah." (laughs) Like he just broke a cold soda. Everybody was in the dungeon. I'm Snuff McGee joined by. You already know it's your boy, Kel. And it's your girl, Lovejoy. Mail the lipstick diva. <laughs> no doubt we out. Peace. Hey. Peace. Bye, y'all. I got to pee. 
You've been listening to 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 Snuff McGee and friends. Irrelevance in the dungeon.